This episode is brought to you by Bison Coolers. Bison Coolers works hard, plays harder. Enter what's next in the promotion code as you check out and get 10% off and free shipping on items over $50. And by the way, I got the soft pack. It ain't soft, baby. Oh, yeah. It ain't soft at all. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the What's Next podcast with Dave and Blair. We're back out in the car bar. We got a special guest. We do. And so I don't know if you'd consider yourself an old friend of mine, but we've known each other for probably seven, uh, eight seven, years. Seven, eight years. Yeah. yeah. So this is Kadima Duncan, uh, the owner, co-owner of the DT School of Fitness. That's in. Right. Uh, are you officially Colleyville? Yeah, we're still Colleyville. Okay. Yep. So you're a teacher. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I like it. And you have a summer camp for kids coming up. Yep. Right? And yep. you, you guys began as CrossFit. Yep. And then you've morphed since then. Mm-hmm. And now I'm looking at, you know, it, we'll, we'll, we'll get pictures for this, but I'm looking at a completely different human specimen yeah. than I used to look at. Yeah. Uh, so take us through the beginning point in the end where where were you well, let's just start with the easy things that are easy to conceptualize sure. where were you weight wise versus now cuz now solid muscle so weight may not be that different but i don't know okay so i'm trying to think this is probably when i from all the scans or body scans probably september october of 2019 i guess i was probably around 255 to 260 okay on the scale this morning, I was 222. Okay. Um, so quite a bit. Yeah, this is quite a bit. Um, Body fat difference, what was it? Uh, so I was at 25. Okay. And, and I'm now? around 11. Half. Like almost under 11. Wow. So like really close. So abs have showed up. They're there <laughs> all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> even when I inhale and all exhale. All the time. <laughs> or even after I've had a lot of barbecue. There you <laughs> go. Nice. They're still there. Yeah, when uh, and but you are an athletic guy. You played football at Texas A and M. Yep. Where did you grow up? Go to high school, Foster Ridge High School. Okay, so he's a local boy, yep. right around the corner. Yep. And um, take us through. Uh, you played football, but your your uh, your your heritage. Parents were from where? Okay, so dad is from U.S. Virgin Islands, mm-hmm. specifically uh, St. Thomas and St. John, or most of the family. Uh, my mom is from Virginia, or she was born in Virginia, but most of the family is in Georgia. Okay. Georgia okay. So. so still family in the in the, the Tons. Virgin Islands? Tons. You get there to see them? So we just had a discussion about this, and my uncle, he has a couple, like, beach port things on the, on, on the beach still. So, like, the last time I was there, gosh, I'm almost 40 now. So it was 14 the last time I went. Okay. And he still had some beach ports there. Now he's like in Kenya now, like building some houses and stuff, and he kind of goes back and forth. So, my family's everywhere though. Like my to give you an example of this, my dad had thirteen brothers and sisters. Oh he's my, the second youngest. Oh wow. Well, I just had a light bulb go off. Yeah. We should take the podcast to the Virgin Islands <laughs> and interview his uncle. <laughs> yes. And get the backstory on this whole we thing. We need oh, the yeah. backstory oh, on Kadima. Yeah. That yeah. sounds good. <laughs> and he'll be like, he hasn't been here since 2014. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I don't even recognize him. <laughs> right. So what, um, what, what began this? So you've been in physical training since I've known you. So when I first met you, I walked into the CrossFit Colleyville, mm-hmm. and you were the guy running the place. Yep. And uh, it was Don and I. We were like, 
mold us into clay. Yep. And uh, and you did. Uh, so that was 2014. Yeah. And so um, you became an owner eventually. You got and then, but for one reason or another, uh, the physical transformation had not occurred yet. Yes. But then all of a sudden, I start watching these pictures show up online, and I'm like. Damn. Now, I knew you had put your hair into braids, yep. so I knew the look was changing, yep. but I didn't realize that you were going a completely different direction. Oh, yeah. So take us through what was the genesis of that. Okay. So um, going through some you know, personal changes, um, got separated, you know, marriage of 12 years, essentially, separation. As I'm, we're going through that process, and I'm starting to meet with a counselor, so I was like, I need some help. Yeah. So I saw some help, got with the counselor, and we had a lot of discussions on my personal self and what I needed to address. And so that made me kind of do some self-discovery. Well, at the time, it was late summer, so we're talking August. And at that time, I was like, my business partner was doing a, a challenge, like a 75-day challenge. Or I don't know if you guys have heard of the 75 hard. Yeah, I, I I have. It sounds terrible. Dave, have you heard of this? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> so she tells me, hey, I'm going to do this challenge. And I'm like, well, I ain't got nothing else better to do right now. So I'll do it with you. So we start the challenge. And about a week and a half in, I'm like, what is going on? I'm still gaining weight, even though I'm doing everything correct. So take the listener through what does 75 hard mean? Okay. So 75 hard is a, supposed to be a mental um toughness challenge but it combines physical events in it so meaning there's requirements that you have to do every single day you have to take a selfie every single day you have to drink a gallon of water every single day there's no alcohol um, you have to follow a diet plan that you pick so it could be any diet plan but you cannot cheat you cannot deviate so no cheat days no cheat meals no cheat tastes no cheat <laughs> spoonfuls mm. so if you said Okay, all my plan today is two eggs, two pieces of toast, coffee, etc. And you're like, oh, I want to put some peanut butter on this toast today. That's not part of your plan. Oh, wow. So you cheated and you must start all over. <laughs> oh, so back to the beginning. Back whoa, to the beginning. Whoa, Do not whoa, pass whoa, go, whoa, Dave. Do not pass go. <laughs> no. I'm more uh, interested in the 75 chicken wing <laughs> right. extra hot contest volcano or whatever. Every day. <laughs> for the T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, for the T-shirt. So... so so you're gaining weight during this. Yes, I'm gaining weight during this. And I've been like a snorer my entire life. So I was like, it is, it, I think age finally caught up with me during mm -hmm. this process. So okay. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to a low T center. All this stuff. I'm gonna, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. Well, they checked my testosterone. And they're like, hey, it's a 179. <laughs> and if you know anything about testosterone, they, brace, they bring it on a scale. It's supposed to be like 0 to 1,200. 1,200 would be astronomical, and you're probably on an immense amount of drugs to be there. <laughs> right. <laughs> or you're 18. Correct. And, um, but 300 is supposed to be the minimum for a healthy adult male. The minimum. Right. How come everyone I know comes in at like 10, 170? Like no one ever goes, they tested me, and I was 800. Yeah, like, exactly. No, you never hear exactly. that. <laughs> so they tested me. They say, hey, your testosterone is at 179. I'm like, okay. And so they're like, well, we're going to monitor. You, we don't want you to come back in a month. We're going to monitor it. We're going to check it out. So get back a month later. I'm still continuing with the routine. It's 229. So it's raised a little bit. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, I've tried to focus on sleeping better, et cetera. He's like, I think you need to be taking four shots a month, so on and so forth. And I'm like, look, man. 
let's just do a sleep test first because I knew I was a snorer my entire life. I was like, I probably have sleep apnea or something like that. Right. So they agree because I'm like, look, if, if it shows up after this test that I don't have sleep apnea and I just a snore and fine, we'll do something about this. Comes back. I have not only do I have sleep apnea, I have severe sleep apnea. Like you wake up a hundred times an hour or yes, something. Something insane. Yeah. So it's like you need a CPAP and you need it immediately. And I was like, okay. So I got a CPAP. A week later, lost four pounds. Like, didn't change anything. Just got full night of sleep. Right. And so I was like, okay, this is great. Continuing this process. Um, we're continuing the challenge. Lost a lot of weight during the challenge. Great. And I kept, while in this period of self-discovery, trying to figure out who my new self is going to be. I'm a free man. Um trying to figure out who I'm going to be during this process, I'm like, I might as well just keep going. It became, um, and part of this was I never really put myself first. You know, I I put everybody else first. I um, skip my own fitness. I skip meals or only eat once or twice a day or do all these other things for other people. So I'm supposed to be teaching people fitness and doing all these things, but I was completely ignoring that in my own life. I was skipping my workouts. I was like, hey, you should be able to make time. But I wasn't making time for myself. Do as I say, Dave, not as I do. Correct. (laughs) Correct. The Church of Christ way. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It always comes back to that. that Bang, bang. (laughs) (laughs) So so I finally put that to to rest. I was like, you know what? Hey, I need this workout. We can't meet at this time. Sorry. This is my time. How easy was that for you? It was hard. To tell people no. It was hard. Yeah. It was extremely hard. But the 75 hard challenge made me because I didn't want to fail that challenge. Mm. So doing that seven, se- you know, 75 days in a row, I had to make it happen or otherwise I would fail and I'd have to start all over. And the fear of failing for me in that was worse than telling somebody no. Okay. So that kind of became the catalyst. After we got done, I was like, well, I feel too good to let this go. So I just kept going. But what it going. was day 76? Um, actually out of town. We were at, so the 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 day day 75 business partner and I are set to go out of town for a business conference on gyms like okay. on small gyms well we had to travel to North Carolina the only time that we were going to be able to do the two workouts because we had to do a workout twice a day so we got up at 3.30 in the morning to do the first workout before we got on the flight jeez so we did the first workout at 3.30 in the morning and then Went home, took showers, made sure we got all our stuff together, went to the airport. We, we fly into Charlotte, and we had three or four workouts scheduled that day because we were going to different gyms, and they wanted us to experience their experience. Right, you know? yeah, yeah. A workout with us. You'll yes, understand this. Exactly. And so we had breakout sessions, workouts, etc. So we do our other requirement, but I still had to follow a meal plan for that day. So there was times where I did not eat. I was like, it's workout number three, and I still have not eaten. Like, there's nothing at Quick Trip I can eat. Like, I got to wait. And so we finally got to a restaurant at the end of the night, cleared the day, bam. Well, the next day, we're in conference all day, so I didn't really have a chance to really blow anything. Right. Um, that night, though, we went to – we had a hangout, and it was like whiskey, etc. And I was like, this is the first taste of alcohol I've had in 75 days. Oh, you know? wow. So – we had a whiskey or two, and um, kind of you, 
because you're in this like you made all these changes, you're kind of afraid to how much are you going to open this back up? <laughs> right. You know? And so we just let we let loose a little bit, but got back in the groove as soon as he came back. But you no cheeseburger and fries. No, or <laughs> no. They, they had like they had some good stuff, but it wasn't like terrible food or anything right. like that. Yeah. So my daughter went vegetarian several years ago. Okay. And Morgan said that eventually meat started looking like other people's food. Like, oh, yeah, that looks good for you, but that's not really food for me. And, like, it just started looking a lot like you would look at dog food. Like, oh, that's food. That's for you. That's for you to enjoy. But you don't look at dog food going, oh, that's for me. Interesting. And I, did you ever get to that point? Because you're a lover of food. I love food. Uh, you're right. So you had to figure out a 75 discipline that you could stick to. Yes. What works for you? I don't have anything in the house that resembles what I would want to eat. Really? Like, I, and what I realized was, actually, it can be around. But I have to have it planned in advance. So if I don't have my meals ready, so I plan my whole work week's worth of meals at least the week before. At least the week before. If I don't have them ready and I'm hungry and I need to go leave, that's the danger zone. Gotcha. So if we go out to your car right now, would we find an igloo with or a, a bison cooler <laughs> with uh, some meals Packed in there for emergencies? Yes, you would. You'd find two meals in there that are completely packed, ready to rock and roll. And then you'd find some rice cakes in there, too. Yeah. Have you learned to like rice cakes? I love them. Really? <laughs> <laughs> they have these popcorn-flavored ones that are just delicious. <laughs> Fair enough. Taylor, my daughter, loves the rice cake. Yeah? Man, they're good. Yeah. But see, that's how I look at vegetables. That's y'all's food. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not my food. That's right. It's for y'all. I mean, I, I can appreciate you can dice the onion and put it in my queso. Right. And then, then, it, then it becomes my food. <laughs> right. But on its own, that's your food. Yeah, oh, definitely. I totally get that. <laughs> I totally get that. So at what point along the way did you think, um, okay, you are, you're, at this point you're like, oh, it's just part of my discipline. I enjoy it. I'm feeling good. Yes. Did you have a launch off point to get into bodybuilding, which you're doing now? Um, or did, did you start looking at yourself going, oh, shit, I kind of look like a bodybuilder now. And, and one thing led to another. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting because when I was a, when I was a teenager um, coming up and as a, as a football player, they're like, man, you should go into bodybuilding. And I was like, I like it, but I'm not interested in that. I'm, a, I'm an athlete. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a pageantry guy because that's basically what it is it's just extreme pageantry that's what bodybuilding is right okay? they want to tell you that it's a sport and sorry for all the bodybuilders out there <laughs> who possibly are listening to this there is some sport aspect to it but you're really just in extreme pageantry sorry how dehydrated are you going to be when you have to get on stage you know my coach is because i have a coach and he we have not talked about it at all at all I think he's just a great coach and is just not giving me more than I need. Yeah. So, so week week per week, you know, he, he sends me a video call like, hey, you're doing really good. We have check-ins. The, the weirdest thing is, you know, I'd be a proponent of telling the person who is, like, just trying to get in shape, I would not have them weigh every day. I have to weigh every single day. Yeah. Um, because we're looking for trends. We're looking for trends in uh, what my body is doing. So when we get to what's called a peak week – so I can look as full and as muscular as possible, he knows how much to tell me what to eat. So there's this whole science behind it. He's a PhD doc. He 
he knows all this stuff, sent all right. these people to pro. So I'm just like, I'm just going to follow the process and not question anything until we get closer. And that's what you learn to love, right? You're just I in it for it. the process. I love it. So, and, and that kind of spurred. So my coaches, you know, or one of my coaches, um, he kind of brought this thing up. So we're doing all this work and we're working out together, you know, became kind of pretty much workout partners on a consistent basis. And he's like, Hey, let's go do this running workout. I'm like, no, that's that's dumb. I don't run. Like, <laughs> yeah. Look, man, if there ain't something chasing me, we ain't running. So I do the workout, you know, and I guess I was accustomed to doing things that I didn't want to do already. Even with the 75 hard, it just kind of per spurred on and kind of carried on to something else. And so I just kept doing that. And then what I realized was I like that and it would motivate me to do other things. Um, and sometimes from a fear perspective, but I think in a healthy way of like, hey, I just did a hard thing today. I can do this other hard thing. You know, I can be challenged by this other hard thing. And some people are like, hey, man, you need to chill out. But I realize that this is an area of my life that I've embraced because I'm a little high strung in it. Yeah. <coughs> There's a book by a Navy SEAL. I've read it. <laughs> and he, I read he, them all. He had the same thing. He was yeah. like. Okay, I ran a half marathon, so now I'm going to run a marathon. Yep. Okay, I ran a marathon, now I'm going to run a 100-mile. Yep. Okay, now I ran a 100-mile. Now I'm going to run a 100 miles in Death Valley where it's 105 all day. But when I invited Blair to run a half marathon after I'd done just one and I was going for my second one, he said the same thing you said. I don't run. Why would you run? Yeah. Running's not fun. Yes. I'm not yep. being chased. Yes. But I never learned to like it. No. Nope. You learned to like it? Yes, Kadima? I learned to like it. Okay. Yes, yeah, I, I ran, I ran on um monday i ran on monday afternoon yeah, dave enjoys running too i i've run five half marathons i've physically enjoyed two runs really yeah just uh, the entire time it's a hostage negotiation <laughs> it is me convincing myself that i can make it to the stop sign and then i can quit and then i get to the stop sign i'm like i could certainly make it to the next stop sign and then like it's a fucking gun to my head the entire <laughs> time it's misery i can't tell you that but i love lifting weights but i can't tell you that i haven't experienced that yeah. There's been plenty of runs that were like that. <laughs> well, yeah, all runners experience that. Yeah. I, I just never don't experience it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's different. That's yeah. the thing that's a little different. Do you, do you listen to music when you run? I've done it both. Okay. Uh, people have said, get the music out, just listen to your breathing. And my breathing sounds like I have a 200 beat uh, a minute <laughs> <laughs> heart rate. And I'm like, this doesn't sound good. I need to drown this out. So I, I've I tried it all. I can't make it out of the driveway <laughs> without headphones. No. I'll just. <laughs> really? And if, if dead headphone batteries. No run today. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because it takes my mind off of it. You know, I we started because I read Goggins' book, and he was like, you know, you, head, using headphones is cheating. And I was like, uh -huh. you know, I fed into it. I was like, all right, I'll go hardcore. You know. Yeah, it's like the uh, Fight Club scene where he's like, don't go to your, don't go to your uh, happy spot. That's Stay right. here in the That's pain. Right. <laughs> so I started doing that. And I was like. Well, I'm never wearing headphones now. So even when we did the marathon, no headphones. You know, even when we did every long training run, no headphones. Um, I, I, forg I forget who I saw. I think it was Henry Stroop who said, have you seen Kadima lately? And I said, no, I hadn't seen him in a, in a little while. And he goes, he's lost his mind. I just saw him running without headphones. <laughs> 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 he's really into it. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just become part. Like, it's just become part of my routine. It's become part of who I am. It's become, like... This is the thing, you know, so I've looked forward to the next challenge because I feel like if I don't have something and this is something I don't have a grasp on yet. Yeah. I have to admit um, I did the marathon because I was afraid of like not doing it. Like he was like, 
hey, we're doing a marathon. I'm like, no, we're not. That is dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad we've gotten to running. You got me to run. You tricked me into that. Congratulations. But you're not tricking me to this marathon. That's just stupid. Right. So for two weeks, he's going on about this. He's like, yeah, you're doing it. I'm like, no. And he sparked my curiosi- curiosity enough to go, well, what is a good time for a marathon? And I knew I was in. Once I asked that question to myself, mm-hmm. I was like, so I was like, well, I got to beat Oprah. That is for sure. Because I heard she ran a marathon. That was my number one goal. <laughs> <laughs> is she four and a half? Is yeah, that what no, she yeah, yeah, okay. I made 420 on <laughs> the yeah. nose. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, no, there's no way. I'm not going to let her beat me. It ain't happening. You know. So I set the goal to be sub four hours. You know, And all the marathon guys at the stores were like, hey, man, that's a great accomplishment, but that's really hard to do your first marathon. Sure enough. And, that, and what I said was, all that did was tick me off. Like, <laughs> Okay, so just because I'm a bigger guy, and now you're talking trash to me. So I use that as kind of fuel. Right. You know. <laughs> Michael Jordan exactly, just inventing, kind of like, yes. <laughs> inventing reasons to be mad. Kind of a last dance kind of thing. <laughs> right. And um, so we finished the marathon. We get done with that. And I remember after f- crossing that finish line, you know, I do some push-ups, like, you know, to pretend like it wasn't that big of a deal. It was terrible. <laughs> terrible idea, by the way. because It's the, the worst <laughs> thing you could ever do. <laughs> as soon as I get done, I do nine push-ups. I try to do a tenth. I stopped short of the 10 because I got a cramp in my abs that was so terrible. (laughs) And I'm trying not because somebody's recording me. So I'm trying to look as cool as possible here. They pull over. They stop the video. And I'm like, somebody get me some water, (laughs) some bananas, (laughs) some salt. And then for the next, I don't know, man, it must have been four or five days. I was like, I'm never doing that again. Please, someone remind me that I'm never doing that again. When Dave finished his. He looked. If you, you you're you're a biblical man. Yes. Remember uh, Lot's wife who turned back That's and right. turned into a pillar yes. of salt. Yes. That was Dave. He yes. was just salt. Oh it, yeah. I mean, yeah. It was. They brought crazy. me a beer and I just wiped it on my forehead and drank <laughs> it. <laughs> it was bad. It did not look fun. No. Yeah. The half is the way to go. I'll I never do the full again. I agree. Totally agree. It's so two. It's two hours of your life you won't get back instead of four and a half. Yeah. Not just that, but the whole recovery process, the whole training, all the training that you're doing where you're by yourself on a long, you know, depending on when you have to, to do it. Some of these runs are like three or four hours. Yeah. yeah. I, t- I told Blair, I was like, the worst part of the whole, the race was not the worst part. The 20 mile run, there's no bands, there's no t-shirts, there's no banana, there's no <laughs> nothing. Yeah. It's, it's you and your mind. We, we had a friend go crazy on his run. He had, it was just him, a pair of shorts, his running, you know, running shoes and all that. And he had a towel. And at some point around mile 18, he had dropped his towel and he started f- crying uncontrollably. He told us this later and he went back and was looking for towel and and he was like wandering around. And he couldn't quite remember which streets he had taken and he was really discombobulated. He finally found the towel laying down and he sat down and cried for like 10 minutes. Wow. He was like, and I still had two more miles to run. (laughs) (laughs) It just, it can mess with your head, man. So quick side story, but I think this is kind of important to this. So during uh, Snowmageddon, we're in February. Yeah. And it's our, we're getting close to peaking here, you know, because we're mid to late February. The runs at end of March weren't our longer runs. That whole week we had to figure out where we're going to run. Yeah. So it's like we were running on treadmills everywhere. Hey, can uh, can we go to your apartment complex and you know because the gyms were closed. Yeah. So we so by Saturday, you know things are back open. Well, it was still ice on the ground. Right. I was like, dude, 
if I sprain something outside because I want to do a run out there, I'm going to be ticked. So I was like, we have to get this training run done. So I ran 18 miles on a treadmill. Oh, was a the fate worse than death. There is nothing <laughs> worse. It was the ru- that was the single worst run of the training that we had to do. Yeah, I've heard people yeah. who've done that and injured themselves, like their hip wasn't right afterwards or their Man. knee wasn't right. It's a whole different style, cadence, everything. Man, I got a phone call, though, a personal call about a friend, and like, which was like widely on the news on the treadmill. Like, I'm running and answered the phone. And then, like, someone hysterically crying. Like, it was crazy. You talk about, like, people, have, and I don't know if you've seen, like, um, Arnold, where he talks about on Pumping Iron, he says, like, these distractions will come and you got to kind of put them aside for a little bit. And that's kind of what you had to do. Like, yeah. Hey, you know what? I can address this later, but I can't address this right now, you know, or, and so it was really interesting because present past me would have said, I need to stop this run. I need to take care of this person. I need to take care of this need. I need to take care of that need. I need to put them first. I need to do all this stuff. And I just was like, look, I got to get my, my stuff in the, the moment that I learned how to do that, like, Hey, Sorry, man. I'm not free at that time. We can do it another time. Yeah. You know, the moment I figured that out and it was okay with it was the moment a lot of things changed for me. Hmm. That's great. As a pleaser, is that something you have to go back to and remind yourself of, or have you created a new habit? I have to go back to it. Yeah. Quite often. I'm. S- yeah. When I wake up, I mean, I, I'm. I'm so new to the self-discovery process. I have to wake up and go through affirmations. Yes. Like, okay, I'm successful. Yeah. I have friends. <laughs> My wife loves me. Like, yeah. I have to go through. Yeah. Because the negativity sometimes is craziness. Oh, yeah. It, you know, like, I don't necessarily listen to music. The music doesn't motivate me. But I'll find, like, a motivational video on, on YouTube, and it'll be talking about, um, I, I can make it. You know, I can make it. And I can hear this kind of thing going, you know. Yeah. And it's just positivity that keeps feeding through. And, you know, and I believed it a little bit, but I really believe it now. Like, yeah. Like I have to I have to put that in every day. I didn't want to work out today. I was procrastinating. I was on my phone looking at a video. I didn't want to do it. You know, this happens yeah. at least three or four times a week. There's really a like a day where I'm like, man, I'm just so, so excited about lifting today. <laughs> it's just become part of what I have to do. Right. And when you have kids, it's easy to. No, I can't meet you, Mr. Client, because my daughter has soccer practice or yeah. my daughter has a game my son oh has yeah. lacrosse. But to say, no, that's the time that I work out. I can't meet with you. It's very hard for that dollar sign to get take over that heartbeat. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. I've had a hard time with just good self-discipline in terms of reading. I mean, you've known me, Dave, almost all my life. I've, I've been a voracious reader throughout most of my life. Last couple of years, I just like I get bored with books halfway through. I start and stop them. And part of the reason is I start thinking about the other things I could be doing. Mm-hmm. Well, I could take this call or I well, I could I could, you know, I could alphabetize this or whatever. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a made up one. But but prioritizing self-care is not super easy for me. And that's why I like early morning workouts because you just get it out of the way. Yes. Because if I've yeah. got to do something later in the day, yes. boy, life piles up. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so I'm curious uh, about this just with you in particular. Sure. You've always been a, a man of faith. Yeah. How has this shaped your relationship with God or faith or has it had a, you know, a, a oh, movement one way or the other? It's definitely made it stronger because 
I've taken that self-discipline, you know, or this the kind of new profound space and kind of use that to, to challenge, I wouldn't say challenge myself, but be honest with myself because I was lying to myself, you know, like when you're not taking care of yourself and you're taking care of others and you're doing and you're serving others, you have this kind of facade that you kind of put over yourself that you don't really know. It's like I took the mask off and was like, hey, this is really who I am. This is this is really me. Um, these are the things that I like. These are the things I don't like. And I actually don't care if you don't like that. And before I would like be like, man, I'm not being nice enough mm. or I'm not being this enough. You yeah. Know? Now I'm like, hey, man, I'm a pretty nice guy. It's just that you're kind of a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like yeah, sometimes it's good to realize that. <laughs> like, yeah. And I hate to tell you that, but I feel like I need to tell you that you're a jerk. Yeah. You know? And I'm, I'm going to still be nice to you, but you need to know that you're doing some jerky stuff. Yeah. You know? And I wouldn't have said that before. I would have just been like, you know, turn the other cheek, this and this and this. And I still believe that we should do that. But I think there's a time where you have to, well, you're just you're not going to put up with it. You know, the things that I put up with then I would never put up with now. Hmm. And I think that's part of becoming confident in, in figuring out who you are, because it took 35 years, I guess, to figure that out. Yeah, know, that's why. So. So what what was the break from CrossFit or was it an adaptation? I'm curious about that. OK, so really what it came down to was. Most of our clientele is in their late 30s to mid to late 50s. We have some variables outside of that. Like we have some 60-year-olds and we have some 70-year-olds. Look, they're there to get a workout in. They want it to be different every day. They want somebody who's going to train them and coach them on how to move well. They really, when it came down to it, when we really analyzed and sat back and said, what do they really want? They want to see improvement. They literally want to be able to drink the wine that they want to drink or go on vacation and fit in their clothes still. Yeah. They don't give a crap about the other stuff. No. Right? So why am I having Susie? I'm just saying a name. I don't, I don't, have, I don't have a Susie as a client, by the way. <laughs> Not um, being particular, Susie. Yes. So Karen. Sorry for all the Susies <laughs> out there. Um, why do I have Susie trying to do a handstand? Why do I have Susie trying to do an overhead squat? Why do I have Susie try and do box jumps when she doesn't want to? Why do I have Susie try and do jump ropes when she doesn't want to? Can't she do like plate steps? Can't she do something else that doesn't revolve around that? She sure right. can. Why the heck are we teaching this? Um, oh, and the other thing. Oh, you guys are CrossFit, right? So you're pretty hardcore. You know, so I'd get anybody who's a Joe off the street because my name is CrossFit. I, I'm obliged by these rules that were adapted by other places so i was like i'm tired of telling people who we aren't so i want to tell people who we are and that was really the kind of synopsis of the split between us and crossfit is not because crossfit isn't a great program but this motto is forging elite fitness i just want to make people fit and happy and keep coming back and focus on the things that really matter to them and not on the things that don't really matter to them I want them to get strong. We still lift the barbell. We still do some fun stuff, but we don't do any really stupid stuff. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, the handstand push-ups were always confusing to me. It's yes. like, why is my neck sore two weeks later? Correct. Yeah, going to the chiropractor. Yes. Is this smart? But the, the number one thing I always heard when I told people I was in CrossFit is, uh, how many times have you been injured? 
Exactly. And and it does, you know, for a lot of people, for especially for people who haven't done it, it has a negative context, unless they've seen the games and they think it's amazing or something. But uh, I would imagine that, that is a, it is never easy to have a clientele and then explain to the clientele, we're changing. Yes. You know, yeah. Yeah. the same it's reason Dave's at State Farm. Like, you would never leave. Uh, <laughs> like, who, who the hell wants to sell something completely different? But you've made that transition. With your discipline, Kadeem, I imagine this helped quite a bit. Oh, absolutely. Be able to stand up for yourself, say what, what you mean, et yep. cetera. Hey, man, it, there's been some very, very scary moments. And there's like, you, you, see, you get a, hey, I'm leaving because it's not the same. And you're like, okay, this is gut check time again. Yeah. Here comes the affirmations. Exactly. I am successful. <laughs> Everything is okay. We are going in the right direction. We are good people. You know, you start going through this stuff again, and then Absolutely. you realize this hey, is okay. And there's three more coming in going, hey, I really like this change. Yes. And then yeah. some people are like, man, I'm so glad you guys don't do that anymore. Yeah. Or I'm so glad this, you know. I did the same thing with my business. I went to retain searches only. Like, you have to pay me in advance for me to start. And that made my my nuts shrink up I quite a bit did. the first few <laughs> times. And I remember you guys like meeting with people and explaining to them the cost of things. Yes. And it was very different than when I joined. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, those transitions are not easy. And you know, and the, 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 the people that it worked out for and that needed to branch off and figure out their own thing. It's not, it's nothing personal, you yeah. know, but it becomes personal because the relationships in a small gym like that are so close knit mm -hmm. that, they feel it's personal. You are literally attacking me right now. No, no, no. We're just trying to make sure that we can pay our bills and grow, you know, next month, next year, yeah. next whatever. Yeah. I don't know if you understand this, but this still is a business. Did you and hear pay our bills? Yeah. yeah. That, that well, part's important. Yeah. Well, and yeah. the thing that people also have to realize with you guys is there's two owners. So it's yes. not like one person gets yes. all the money left over. No, one yes. person divides up the money. Yes. You know, so, yeah, it's a, it's a whole different deal. You know, the, the funny thing was, and they, they talked about this during, you know, different conferences and different stuff that we've been to is um, somebody does, you, you have a member that does some whiteboard math. Well, I know there's at least this many members. <laughs> right, which yeah. Which means they're making this much. Right. They're killing it. <laughs> they don't ever think about the expenses and everything. No idea. <laughs> yeah. No idea. The uh, weights that just broke that you had to reorder. Oh, they will pay for dinner. It's a tax write-off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that a million times <laughs> as, a, as a business owner. I'm like, well, no, that still comes out. Citibank yeah. still likes their money at the end of the month. Sure do. <laughs> they sure do. How about um, how about just being a small business owner? What has your experience been? Highs and lows. What what do you what do you what do you like? What surprised you to the negative side? Like, give me some uh, experiences there. I did not know what I was getting myself into, and and I already been in business for several years and paid a lot of dues and did a lot of mistakes. Got in business with the wrong people. Um, Learned through that process, went months without pay before. I mean, I went through some bad stuff. And so I l had learned a lot, and I thought I knew a lot, but this was still way different. And there was different on a couple things, because now that I'm completely like, hey, I'm in charge, and I'm, we're steering this ship, and we think we know where we want it to go, and then we realized a couple years later, no, we don't want to go in this way anymore. This is, we got to change this ship around. Holy crap, we got to change this ship around. How the heck are we going to change the ship around? Yeah. yeah. And we started changing. Oh, this is going to take two years to, t to turn around. Didn't know how long it was going to take. Right. And then 
even after that, you're going, how long do you want to do this? Like, like I didn't know that it, this was going to be like bigger than it is. The amount of employees that we now have in comparison to what we had in the beginning, the amount of staff that keeps growing in order to give ourselves more life. Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's not, the thing isn't, we don't have a passion for it anymore. Most people quit, especially in the small business in terms of fitness, most people quit not because um, they can't make ends meet. They quit because they're tired of the grind. Yeah. And they haven't seen their kid in three years. That's <laughs> right. Or, or, or going back <coughs> to your sleep thing. They're yeah. not getting good night's sleep yeah. anymore because oh, the yeah. brain is just working yeah. on projects. So we, you know, going through this process, we, you know, we've added more employees. We've, we've been able to take more time off. We've been able to do more things. And we're like, well, we need more time off. And not necessarily like, I'm just trying to live it up and, you know, this and this. And, but you're trying to cr- we're trying to create something now that is systematized enough that if I'm gone for two months – that it doesn't skip a beat. Mm-hmm. And in yeah. fact, it grows when I'm not there. That's everyone's dream for that to happen in some way, some you know, capacity of some sort. Pre- That's what we're working on now. Preaching to the choir over here. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, uh, I could talk to you. First off, I just, l- I just love you, yeah. you know, as a friend. I could talk to you for hours. Uh, and there's a million things we haven't even touched on, running a gym through COVID and, uh, and all of that. But yeah. I want to be respectful of your time. Uh, I hope you've had a good time. I'd like to I have you it. back for sure because the small business thing, uh, Dave and I touch on that all the time. And a, w- the biggest surprise for me, by the way, was payroll taxes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was not aware that everyone's actually making 133% of what they're making in, in terms of my costs. So uh, good. Yeah, so that one really surprised me. I would have to have uh, Dave, Dave paid for my lunches for at least three years, I think, you know, when I started a business. And – and he would, he would just coax me down like a like a thoroughbred being washed in the stable, just like it's okay, buddy, <laughs> it's okay. But it, the, even though there's a million books on the subject, until you get in the deep end and start yeah. swimming around, eh, boy, it's conceptual and it's it's difficult. And I've had to change the whole complexity of my business several times, and it sounds like you're you're in the mix of it as well. Yeah, you never really stop. You you keep. You keep evolving, and especially in fitness, it's like, here's the new thing. Here's the new hotness. You know, right. it's, it's this new um, technology now. Um, what, how does this affect my business? Oh, people are going home. Oh, COVID. Oh, now that COVID's here, nobody's open. What are we supposed to do now? Like, you invested. There were several gyms that I know of that are not here anymore. Yep. That we bought equipment from. Oh, yeah. Selling yep. their equipment on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, so th- there comes a point where, and it's usually about year four, where you sit back and you go, okay, this is going to be okay. And that's what I told Blur. I said, you can start buying lunch when you think this is going to be okay. Yeah. And finally, for the love of God, <laughs> he milked it an extra year. <laughs> Smart man. I'm Smart a good man. salesperson. Smart man. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on, Kadeem. Man, I loved it. It was great to meet you. Look for it. We'll do it again. Okay. Okay.